Good morning, everyone. It's time for another edition of Transformation Radio. For all the the sun had hid its face. All the men that walked with him had turned and run away. Crucified our Savior and lay him in a tomb. The life that once brought love and hope slipped away that afternoon. Satan gleamed with pleasure that day at Calvary. For he thought he had won a mighty victory. And like him, all of the demons of hell began to cheer. <laughs> oh, but little did they know that Oh! 
It's time for our reading in the New Testament. 
And our narrative comes from the book of Luke, chapter 7, beginning at verse 36. We'll read through to chapter 8, verse 3. And here's a brief overview of what we'll be reading about today as Jesus encounters the woman who comes in to where he is dining with Simon. Although the woman was not an invited guest, she entered the house anyway and knelt behind Jesus at his feet. See, in Jesus' day, it was customary to recline while eating. Dinner guests would lie on couches with their heads near the table, propping themselves up on one elbow and stretching their feet out behind them. Well, the woman could easily anoint Jesus' feet without approaching the table. Again, Luke contrasts the Pharisees with sinners. And again, the sinners come out ahead. Simon had committed several social errors in neglecting to wash Jesus' feet, a courtesy extended to guests because sandaled feet got very dirty. And he also neglected to anoint his head with oil and offer him the kiss of greeting. Did Simon perhaps feel that he was too good for Jesus? Was he trying to give Jesus a subtle put-down? Whatever the case, the contrast is vivid. The sinful woman lavished tears, expensive perfume, and kisses on her Savior. In this story, it is the grateful, immoral woman and not the religious leader whose sins were forgiven. The Pharisees believed that only God could forgive sins, so they wondered why this man Jesus was saying that the woman's sins were forgiven. They did not grasp the fact that Jesus was indeed God in person. Jesus lifted women up from degradation and servitude to the joy of fellowship and service. In Jewish culture, women were not supposed to learn from rabbis. By allowing these women to travel with him, Jesus was showing that all people are equal under God. And with that, let's begin our reading today here in the New Testament. March 27th, the New Testament, Luke chapter 7, verse 36, through chapter 8, verse 3. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to have dinner with him. So Jesus went to his home and sat down to eat. When a certain immoral woman from that city heard he was eating there, she brought a beautiful alabaster jar filled with expensive perfume. Then she knelt behind him at his feet, weeping. Her tears fell on his feet, and she wiped them off with her hair. Then she kept kissing his feet and putting perfume on them. When the Pharisee, who had invited him, saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know what kind of woman is touching him. She's a sinner. Then Jesus answered his thoughts. Simon. He said to the Pharisee, I have something to say to you. Go ahead, teacher, Simon replied. Then Jesus told him this story. A man loaned money to two people, five hundred pieces of silver to one and fifty pieces to the other, but neither of them could repay him. So he kindly forgave them both, canceling their debts. Who do you suppose loved him more after that? Simon answered, I suppose the one for whom he canceled the larger debt. That's right, Jesus said. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Look at this woman kneeling here. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet, but she has washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You didn't greet me with a kiss, 
but from the time I first came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my head, but she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. I tell you her sins, and they are many, have been forgiven. So she has shown me much love. But a person who is forgiven little shows only little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, Your sins are forgiven. The men at the table said among themselves, Who is this man, that he goes around forgiving sins? And Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Soon afterward, Jesus began a tour of the nearby towns and villages, preaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. He took his twelve disciples with him, along with some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Among them were Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager, Susanna, and many others who were contributing their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples. Psalm 69, verses 1 through 18. As we read this psalm today, we'll learn some very important things. This is one of the most quoted psalms in the New Testament, and it's often applied to the ministry and suffering of Jesus. Verse 4, like John 15, 25, speaks of Jesus' many enemies. The experience of being scorned by his brothers is expressed in John chapter 7, verse 5, and verse 9 portrays David's zeal for God. Christ showed great zeal when he threw the money changers out of the temple. David cried out until he was physically exhausted, with a parched throat and eyes swollen from weeping. Yet he still trusted God to save him. When devastated by death or tragedy, we need not collapse or despair, because we can turn to God and ask Him to save us and help us. The tears will still come, but we will not be crying in vain. What problems David faced! I mean, he was scoffed at, mocked, insulted, humiliated, and made the object of citywide gossip. But still he prayed. When we're completely beaten down, we are tempted to turn from God, give up, and quit trusting Him. When your situation becomes hopeless, determine that no matter how bad things become, you will continue to pray. God will hear your prayer, and He will rescue you. When others reject us, we need God most. So don't turn from your most faithful friend. Psalm 69, verses 1 through 18. With the choir director, a psalm of David. To be sung to the tune, Lilies. Save me, O God, for the floodwaters are up to my neck. Deeper and deeper I sink into the mire. I can't find a foothold. I'm in deep water, and the floods overwhelm me. I'm exhausted from crying for help. My throat is parched. My eyes are swollen with weeping, waiting for my God to help me. Those who hate me without cause outnumber the hairs on my head. Many enemies try to destroy me with lies, demanding that I give back what I didn't steal. O oh God! You know how foolish I am. My sins cannot be hidden from you. Don't let those who trust in you be ashamed because of me, O sovereign Lord of heaven's armies. 
Don't let me cause them to be humiliated, O God of Israel, for I endure insults for your sake. Humiliation is written all over my face. Even my own brothers pretend they don't know me. They treat me like a stranger. Passion for your house has consumed me, and the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. When I weep and fast, they scoff at me. When I dress in burlap to show sorrow, they make fun of me. I am the favorite topic of town gossip, and all the drunks sing about me. But I keep praying to you, Lord, hoping this time you will show me favor in your unfailing love, O God. Answer my prayer with your sure salvation. Rescue me from the mud. Don't let me sink any deeper. Save me from those who hate me, and pull me from these deep waters. Don't let the floods overwhelm me, or the deep waters swallow me, or the pit of death devour me. Answer my prayers, O Lord, for your unfailing love is wonderful. Take care of me, for your mercy is so plentiful. Don't hide from your servant. Answer me quickly, for I am in deep trouble. Come and redeem me. Free me from my enemies. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 1. To learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. Every word of worship. Every word of 
your hands and praise him now. He's worthy of the praise. I don't care what you've been through. Just know that praise is bringing you out right now. Nobody can get praise for God tonight. Come on, clap them hands. Tonight, Lord Jesus, we set aside the balance of this evening to focus upon your kingship and your lordship. Yes, Lord, we acknowledge you as the sacrifice, the great sacrificial lamb. We thank you, Lord God, for the blood that you shed for us. We thank you, O oh Lord God, for the great mercies and blessings that you, that you showered upon our lives. But tonight, Lord, we want to see you not as a lamb, 
but we want to worship you as that lion of Judah, the king above all kings. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. We bow before you. We acknowledge you. We honor you. It's King of kings and Lord of lords. So concludes today's broadcast. I pray that everyone who tuned in today was blessed by what they heard, and I hope you all have a wonderful day.